Well, hey guys, welcome to the Bohoning Soul Podcast. Thanks for joining me again. Okay, so uh, today, a pretty cool guest. Very, very excited. Uh, I got, got a chance to talk to him. Guy by the name of Josh Borum. Now, you're going to say, who is Josh Borum? Never heard of him. Well, you probably never heard of him, but you probably heard of Damon Howitt Bose, right? I mean, Damon Howitt is a legacy brand. It's been around for a long, long time. One of the pillars, I guess, uh, of, of traditional traditional archery and, and bow hunting. And, you know, gone through lots of changes through the years, right? I mean, it had its heyday. It was considered, you know, probably, you know, not probably, in the top tier, you know, along with, uh, uh, you know, Ben Pearson's of the world and the, and the Bears of the world. I mean, they were like the top tier bow. And then, of course, uh, you know, it, it's had some trials and tribulations like a lot of these companies uh, they get bought and sold they get bought and sold by companies who are more invested or, or more interested in in something as an investment as something monetary and, and, and hope to turn it around and make money off it rather than really promoting uh, what what made it great in the first place which is like the rich history of what it stands for right um, you see this a lot with well in, in any industry right you see it a lot in the archery industry uh, that's for sure but um, it's a shame when it happens to traditional bows well um, because it got bought and sold so much you know people you know were unsure about the, the future of it it was a tie it was tied to Martin for a long time and uh, you know I, I think people were just were really hoping for uh, the, the Damon Howard brand to kind of just split off and do its own thing and, and resurrect itself because it's known for you know for just just decades and decades of, of you know high quality great shooting bows now I've never shot uh, a Damon Howitt bow ever, uh, but I've heard you know it, all the the bows like the the Martin Savannah for example when it was under Martin right the Savannah is probably regarded as one of like the best shooting you know reflex deflex longbows of all time. I mean people just talk uh, in rave uh, reviews about that bow right. They talk like super super uh, super high about it. Um, the Dreamcatcher, the Martin Dreamcatcher for example, um, the Howitt Hunter right. These are all bows that have a lot of provenance right a lot of history so uh josh is a he's a younger guy he is um you know by according to his uh we joke about this on his skype profile you know serial entrepreneur um i would say he is you know like relatively new to the hunting side of it right he is more of an entrepreneur and immediately you might think, okay, well, is that going to throw up a red flag? Is that just another person that's trying to trying to purchase uh, uh, this brand and make money off it? Doesn't care. Well, no. Uh, you got to listen to a story. Uh, you got to hear the story and uh, his involvement when he was actually working at uh, at uh, Martin, uh, working with the Boyers uh, on the on the traditional side. Um, He's, 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 he was pretty well invested in the company as far as uh, time and effort and just love of being there and, uh, and, and support. And it, it's, it, it comes through. Okay. So um, when it, it came time, I guess, for another sale for, uh, for, for Damon Howitt, he was able to capitalize on it. You know, he, uh, he, he goes through his story about how he tried to buy it a couple times and it finally worked out and then what his plans are. Uh, very new, right? Very new to this. Very new to um, at least owning a bow company. But uh, you're gonna you're gonna be surprised with 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 a lot of what he wants to do and um, a lot of the 
you know, the, the, the tooling and the bowyers and things like that that made these bows that know what they're doing, you know, they're, they're going to be working for them. They're going to be building these bows. So uh, super, super cool conversation. I was really intrigued. I, I you know, I, I want, I kind of got a history lesson on how it, uh, Damon, how it bows first of all, cause I, uh, you know, to be, to be, to be fair, I really didn't know a ton about them on, on honestly. Right. Um, other than just a few, a few of their models were highly re uh, regarded. So great to get to know him personally, get great to know um, a little bit of how it history, uh, how the sale came to be and what his plans are uh, for the future. So right now they are uh, taking what he's calling reservations, which is basically just kind of like holding your spot um, for when he's fully up and running. They're not quite building you know, put, putting out bows just yet as we record this, but you know, he's saying he wants to be up and running, you know, within the next 30 days or, or so. So we'll see. Um, I, I would love to, you know, see, you know, what, what comes out of these, um, of this new venture. Um, they're going to be the tried and true models using the tried and true uh, molds and old school craftsmanship. And um, at least that's the promise. And, and, and I'd love to see him succeed. I'd love to see this brand, uh, you know, resurge again, you know, bumped and, and be a top tier brand. Um, it would be, you know, very, and, and I'm sure a lot in the, in the traditional community do too, because again, we, ha we tend to harbor these kind of deep rooted uh, feelings for uh, these legacy brands that, that, that are very, very meaningful um, especially for a traditional archery crowd, uh, those things mean more to us than, you know, than someone shooting, I don't know, something newer, right? I'm, 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 I'm making that, uh, uh speculation, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident that that's, that's pretty true. So anyway, um, had a great conversation with him, Josh, thank you for, um, for being on. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to see, uh, how this company, you know, gets up and running and starts cranking out these bows and getting them in the hands of people and, um, you know, reviving this incredible legacy. So anyway, with that said, uh, you know, this, this, uh, podcast is partially brought to you by the push push archery center of knowledge. Um, like I said, I'm still working my way through the Tomcom course and, uh, we're going to start the, uh, da, 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 what is it though? I mean, I keep forgetting the name of it because I haven't started it, but it's the, 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 the tuning for, uh, the bow hunter course, right? I'm sorry if I screw up that name, Matt, I apologize, Cody, I apologize, but, um, that's the one with, in collaboration with trad lab, they're going to dig, you know, super deep into, uh, uh, a, a tuning and setup and all that kind of stuff. And I can't wait to start that. I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited about that. So I got a lot to go through, got a lot of videos to watch and just not enough time to watch them. But anyway, um, that's it. I've babbled long enough, really. I hope you guys are still getting out and enjoying some uh, beautiful weather in February. I consider this beautiful because it's still snowy and not hot and sweaty outside. So, all right. So with that said, uh, again, I've babbled long enough. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Here's my interview with Josh Borum of Damon Howitt Archery. I think so. There we go. Okay. It says recording. You record on your end? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It looks. Uh, yep. It says. Yep. Camera is recording. Perfect. Cool. Awesome. Okay. So it's Josh Borum, right? Is that how I say your name? Yes. Yep. You got it. Josh Borum. Okay. You are the new owner of Damon Howitt. Bows or archery? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Damon Howitt. Uh, Damon Howitt Archery. Howitt Archery. Um. You know, it's that's what it's been known for. I mean, since you know, I think in the there were there were moments when, you know, that was called just Howitt Archery. Um. But Damon Howe mm -hmm. is just the official kind of the line name, I guess, that most people use. So, yeah. Cool. And and where are you at right now? You're, you, uh, you're out west, yeah. aren't you? 
Yeah, so I'm actually, I'm, I'm in Walla Walla, Walla Walla, Washington. Um, that's where it originally was um, before it was, basically it was originally when Damon Hout first started building uh, traditional bows. It was back in, in Yakima, um, or actually Spokane, I believe. So um, it's it, it moved when Martin bought it um, a long, you know, a while ago. And Martin um, kind of, you know, they they owned it a while, the original owner, um, the Martins who owned Martin, um, you know, before compound was becoming really popular, the, the how it, uh, the how it line was always their bread and butter. I mean, that was, that was like the biggest, that was the biggest part of everything until people started, um, going to compound. Um, and I actually, um, you know, when I took over the company, one, one interesting thing is I, I went back to some of those original owners that are still, still alive. Uh, Terry Martin is one of them just went back to him and been like, Hey, like, I want to, you know, would you be willing to talk about Damon Howitt? You know, I'm super excited about it. And, and I actually, uh, when I first purchased it before I even actually accepted any offer or, or did any, any acquisition officially, I actually wanted the website, DamonHowitt.com, And it like the last pretty much two or three ownership cycles, like all the people who bought Martin and then it kept going into new hands. Like no one ever even bothered to even acquire the domain name, Damon Howitt. Like really? I, I don't even know. Like it was just kind of like that would, if it was me, it'd be like the first thing I'd be interested in. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just so, like, so, yeah. All right. So we, we, like, I don't, I don't want to jump too far ahead here. Right. Cause no, like, you're good. We, you're good. We got like a, we got like a rich history here in this, in this awesome company. Um, you know, one of, one of the kind of, um, I guess, yeah, I, I guess kind of like founding um, uh, pioneers, I guess, in traditional archery, traditional art, you know, traditional hunting and archery hunting, that kind of bow hunting. And um, you know, the, the company itself has gone through, you know, multiple purchases. Uh, it had its heyday, then it kind of wanes, and then you know, obviously, you know, we're trying to, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to, to to bring it back. So there's like a this whole long kind of decades long kind of um, uh, saga there, right. That goes with this. So, yeah. you know, we, we can start with a little bit, uh, I, I don't want to dwell too much on the history of Damon Howard. I want to focus more on you and, and current and, and the future and all that. But, um, can, can you give us like a brief like history for, for those that don't really know a lot of, and I'm embarrassed to say, I don't know a ton about Damon Howard bows. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, um, I know it's, I know it's, you know, it, it's, uh, like I said, it's one of, one of the, the old time kind of staples in, in, in the business, been around for a long time, a uh, highly regarded name. Uh, but other than that, like, can you kind of give like the brief kind of history up until, I don't know, let's say like relatively recently, and then we can kind of get into, I want to dive into yeah. like who you are and your history absolutely. and then how all these, all these paths crossed. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's actually kind of yeah. a. A crazy story for those for those listening here. I mean, this is, you know, I've been an entrepreneur and 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 done a lot of different businesses, but the way that this all worked out is just kind of, I mean, it's kind of unbelievable and crazy how how it all worked out. Um, because actually, going back to when I was a kid, I actually I actually had uh, a Martin bow. Um, that was one of that was my first. It was a Martin Cougar too. That was that I had like long long time ago. So, anyways, I'll just go kind of kind of back to the beginning. Um, sure. Uh, back, back, back in the beginning, Damon Howitt. Um, so he, he actually became interested in archery in like the late thirties. Um, um, his lifespan was from 1904 to 1966 actually. Um, um, but he, he basically made his own archery products, his own accessories. He made broadheads, everything. I mean, he did, did everything himself, um, right there. Um, 
and he he began <clears throat> in 1938. He really began, you know, kind of the Damon Howitt essentially as as like the company. I mean, I I actually think he he actually made bows even before that, but you know, until it was like a real thing. Um, you know, it was around 1938. So, so technically now Damon Howitt is, you know, as far as they're traditional, they're, they're the oldest traditional only, um, like bow company, like their brand has been, you know, traditional as far as uh, Damon Howitt goes, you know, there have been, uh, Martin, when Martin took over, they started like trying to put, you know, they would put like different, um, cams on stuff to try to make, you know, because the compound was becoming like a big thing, but, um, it just became, you know, Damon Hout was always, you know, they had a whole team. It was actually, um, you know, just correct myself there. It was Yakima where, where that, that that actually started. And uh, he actually was killed in 1966 in a car accident, unfortunately, right outside of um, the, the Damon Hout facility, like their, their building, their manufacturing plant. Um, yeah. And Martin had actually just purchased that, and but he was still there. And, uh, um, Gail Martin... Um, who was basically the the main guy for Martin. I mean, he, he was the one. He actually loved the recurved traditional uh, bows more than more than anything. And he actually pushed back on, on going to compound for, for a while. But it was actually all, you know, the main focus of this was really um, what was really traditional from the beginning. And this was kind of like the... Uh, you know, there, there was, there's just a lot of interesting, you know, I could go into a lot more history. Um, you know, like Gail, he actually sent a sample of his strings to Fred Bear, um, and it landed a contract supplying bear archery with both strings in 1960 through the 70s. So, well, you know, Martin really kind of shaped it. Like they were the foremost, they were the biggest, you know, Martin was the biggest archery supplier for a very long time for, for the whole world. Um, but Damon Howitt had, had a lot of notable, just a lot of really, you know, because of their focus at that time um, in the traditional sector. I mean, it was 100% their focus, and they, you know, they did incredible work. I mean, anyone who knows Damon Howitt, um, who's seen some of some of the work that they've they put out, just the the craftsmanship. I mean, it's always been known for its just ultra high end, very, you know, just exquisite. I mean, some of the stuff I'm still seeing now that I haven't even you know, some of the history that I'm not even as familiar with. A lot of the older guys, you know, there there's a Damon Howe Bone or Facebook group and um, just been seeing some of the some of the stuff that's still out there. I mean people are still shooting this stuff all the way back to the beginning. And it it's it's pretty cool to see uh, some of the some of the stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean Martin Martin was you know they were they were big. Um, they were producing more than seven thousand bowstrings daily uh, during their peak production period. So that oh, it was, boy. yeah it was it was the number you know the number one for a while um but how it was always their their traditional line um you know after it got purchased and they they, they did great work a lot of great boyers there and it moved to uh, walla walla washington which is actually where i live um and so at that time i mean there was there was so many really cool you know there's a couple cool things um about Martin that a lot of people know. I mean, I mean, a lot of people are familiar with the Mel Johnson uh, buck. It was taken with a Damon Howitt bow, still on record, I believe, at this point. Um, white-tailed known, taken with a Damon Howitt bow. Um, and then they actually sh- they actually shot a, a Damon Howitt uh, recurve bow. Also um, shot shot the, uh, the the arrow for the to light the cauldron for the Olympics. Um, 
and there's just some really, I mean, it goes on and on and on. There's so many cool, um, I was actually, so I'll, I'll just kind of skip forward if you want, want me to. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yeah. Tell you a little bit about how I got. No, I mean, I, either way, whatever. I'm enjoying history yeah. lesson. So yeah, yeah, no, however, however you want to take it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's great, man. Um, yeah, I mean, Martin. Yeah. So they were, they were always kind of like, you know, for a long time, they were really the gold standard and they actually ended up, um, selling to a company called Diversus Capital. Um, and that's kind of around that time is where I got involved. So I actually was still in contact with a lot of those original, the original people who, you know, after Gail passed away, um, they were, they they basically, um, kind of, you know, wanted to sell it and, uh, kind of let go of the Martin brand to Diversus. And I, I was contacted by Diversus actually, um, this is so random, but I was just like a young guy, you know, kind of working my way. I, I got a small business degree. And so I was like looking, I didn't actually even finish my small business degree. I was kind of like, kind of dropped out and did some of my own businesses. Like I had, I had just some random like hustle businesses where I was like selling, selling phones and like doing just random little things. And I was just kind of young trying to learn it. And, um, and that was actually right around nine or 10 years ago from today, actually. So that was a long time ago. Um, but I, I got this call cause I, I think I posted a Craigslist post and I was like, Hey, I can do design work or I can do, you know, like graphic design or something. I mean, I was honestly, to be fair, I wasn't that great back then. I look at what I'm doing now and I'm just like, wow, like, I don't, I don't know how I didn't get fired, but I mean, it was cheap. You know, I was getting paid, I don't know, like 12 or 15 bucks an hour. So it wasn't like, it wasn't, <clears throat> you know, I was just kind of in training, but I actually, a lot of the original people who worked on, who did catalogs for Martin for years and years and years, even Damon Howitt, um, they were helping train me in to take photos. So I like learned how to take photos in the photo booth and all kinds of things. And I took literal photos of like the Damon Howitt. So it was really cool. And, um, that was way back, you know, nine or 10 years ago. And so I'm, I'm basically hanging out there, you know, I'd hang out with the, with all the boyers out there in the back, we'd eat lunch together. And anyways, it was really cool. Like I started working there almost full time, but I was still like kind of contract. So I basically worked for them on and off, on and off, just working, helping them do everything. I, I ended up doing their like entire catalogs and everything. I I started kind of getting involved. I programmed their lasers, uh, before the whole building went down, I like burned down part of Martin. Um, I was like there that day and like was lasering cams in that same building just a couple hours earlier. It was crazy. Yeah, um, this was, uh, God, when, like six, six five, yeah, six, no, six I, seven years ago, maybe? Is that? Yeah, I don't have it right on my, <clears throat> right on the tip of my tongue. But yeah, it was, it was, from what I believe, it was some magnesium shavings that were back there when they would like finish some of the risers on some of those like takedowns. I don't, I don't know if that's Yeah, so true. I heard, yeah. <clears throat> pretty crazy man like uh, it was i still remember going there and i was like oh my word i probably just lost my job because i don't know what i'm gonna do but they just yeah it was, it was really interesting because multiple ceos and multiple everything and they just they just you know kept having issues with one ceo or another i mean there was, there was issue after issue but i ended up they just no one ever fired me i, I don't i don't really know why they just kind of kept me there um <laughs> probably because I was doing stuff that they would have to pay someone else more. And I think they were just like, well, he's only getting paid, you know, 15 or 20 an hour. And he's doing like, he's basically programming the CNCs and doing, I mean, they, they were paying a local, 
you know, design agency, you know, $100,000 to do their catalog. I mean, we're talking like some big money. And then I came in and they're like, oh yeah, you can just do it. So I was, I would like edit the templates and like try to take the photos. And I mean, I did my best, but I learned a lot. Well, yeah, well they're like, Hey, this dude's yeah. cheap. He's damn near an intern and he's yeah. doing like a bulk of the work. So why yeah. not? <laughs> so it was fun. I mean, it was cool. I mean, I was learning. So I was like, you know what, whatever. But I had my own side businesses like at that time as well that were doing very well. And so I had those different. It's, it's funny. I got to interrupt you when when I when I when we first connected on yeah. uh, on Skype here. It says uh, on your profile, it's a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that, that's so old, by the way. Like I don't yeah. even know. That's probably ten years old. I, yeah. I don't even. I hardly use Skype, but I I still have it. But yeah, it's. I mean, that's true, man. I I started a lot of things, and you know, through all those experiences, I learned a lot of like you know, in the beginning, it was just like trying to hustle it just to make some money, and then you know, as I, you know, as I've gotten better at what I'm doing, um, it's been more focused on like what the customer wants and really just making happy, happy customers is now my passion. I, I just yeah. love it. Like passionate customers who tell other people, like that's been who tell their story of the product cycle and they want to like tell their friends about stuff. Like that's, that's where I have found a lot of success, um, recently. Um, but Basically, I'll, I'll kind of go into it. So I'm, I'm basically working for them. You know, things are going great. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, they're cycling through different CEOs. I mean, I saw the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, there was, you know, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus because there's some great people. But there were a lot of issues. I mean, if anyone, you know, knows much about what happened to Martin in those kind of some of those past years, it was it was rough. Um, I you tell know, you what, I've only had I've only ever had one bow blow up on me. And it was a Martin Lithium. <laughs> it was a Martin Dude, Lithium. I, I still remember the Lithium. <laughs> but I love that bow. Lithium LTD. I mean, it was, you know, they, <clears throat> um, to be fair, I think I think things are are looking up for them, especially actually now since they've sold Damon Howitt, they don't have t- as much to focus on. But yeah. one of the things I noticed while I was working there is there was, so, there was a lot of focus on the compounds, but there was just less focus on the traditional. In fact, they would just put it in the back of the catalog, maybe like one or two pages. I mean, it was never like you know, after, you know, Gail passed away and everything, you know, it was always the compounds, 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 which I, I understand it's still a bigger, you know, a bigger market, but yeah. they just didn't, didn't give the focus that I always thought. And, and the crazy thing is, is, you know, you mentioned the lithium pulling up on you, like the one product that never had problems was their how it line. I mean, maybe, you know, not never, but there would be issues, but there was never like the concentration of issues, man, like, <clears throat> the how it stuff was still done the same way on the still press on the same presses, which by the way, we still have. Um, and on the, the equipment was like, you know, some of the equipment probably back from 38, I mean, 1938 when how it began. So like these templates and everything, everything that was used is just the same, the same process, you know, done the same traditional way. And they just didn't have problems. And I'm like, man, like I, I always had in my head, even at a younger, y- younger age, I think I was, man, probably, probably I'd say about 20 because <clears throat> I'm, I'm 31 now, uh, but around 20, 22 years old. And I, I'm still, still remembering like, just like why, I wonder why they don't just like make their own catalog or like separate it or, and they didn't even, you know, they, at that time they didn't even have Damon And it, it was just like, I, I just felt like, Hey, they, they weren't really putting the effort into that side. They had great boyers back there, but the marketing was just like, Oh yeah, we, do you want a Damon how? Okay, sure. We'll sell you one. But it wasn't like on their front page, like, Hey, this is our focus. This is our best product. And I was like, man, everything else you're trying right now is just like 
not working, why wouldn't you just pivot and focus on what is working? That was my thought at that time. Um, it's funny you say that because uh, a lot of people, me included, thought the same thing, right? I mean, anytime you'd see Martin website, anytime it got bought or rebought or <clears throat> some other investment group came in and revamped it or whatever, mm-hmm. ex- exactly what you said, right? You'd have all these uh, compounds that, uh, you know, kind of took center stage and then you'd flip through, you'd flip through. And then it would be like the, you know, at the time it was called the Martin Savannah, right? But, yeah. you know, like that bow, um, like in tra- traditional circle, I've never shot one, but I yeah. mean, it has, it has this, uh, kind of esteemed, uh, it's talked about in, you know, in, in like high, high regard, right? It's like one of yeah. the best shooting bows ever, one of the best designs ever kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I was thinking the same thing, like, why don't they, uh, maybe, maybe the, obviously they thought there's a lot more money to be made in, in the compound, yeah. but which it probably, I mean, obviously it is. And you know, but, that, that's, you know, that's why not really, fix the issues? Yeah. 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 And that's really the thing, actually, you know, just just to, you know, to, to draw off what you're saying there, you know, when you're a company, you know, let's say you're some big corporation that buys a company and what needs to turn it around the and you have investors, you have to make your shareholders happy. And what does that mean? Well, you got to make profit. And yeah. when you look at just, you know, a CEO comes in, well, they just want to make quick short term profit to basically show everyone, hey, I did a great job. Well, the unfortunate thing is, is when you put profit before people and profit before quality, things just don't go great. And I, I'll be honest, like the love of archery was not in those CEOs. Like they would try, like some of them would literally go on like hunts and stuff. And like, it was just so funny because they, they just yeah, weren't, they weren't stories, into yeah. it. You know, it wasn't part of their blood. It wasn't something that they, they loved and they, it wasn't like they did it their whole, you know, it wasn't it wasn't something that even was passionate for them. And, and it wasn't about the customer as much. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to, like I said, I don't, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Cause I know they probably were doing the best they could have at that time, but also you could just tell there, there wasn't, you know, Damon, how it started out doing this as a passion. And that's really what grew into such a successful business. I mean, they were, you know, quite arguably the number one traditional bow for many, many years, you know, still, I would say the best, you know, the highest quality bow. And, now to now that we're you know split from Martin, you know they've they've been in the traditional business for longer than anyone else. Um, specifically, traditional only. Uh, I can't say you know Bear has been around longer, but but for for a traditional only company, um, the name Damon Howitt is is definitely the oldest in the industry, from what I know. Yeah, you're not you're not making crossbows now, so yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave I'll leave it at that. Um, okay, so okay, so we're 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 like past like this is right after the fire then, right? So then what happens? Didn't it get sold right after the fire as yeah. well? And then and then what? So how how yeah, we kind of kind of jumped to kind of where you were approached and like, hey, I'm yeah. you know I'm gonna maybe take this on. Yeah, so so I actually um, at that time I had a couple of businesses, some random, you know, I had some different websites and things that were doing doing fairly well, and I was like, man, like. I would, I, it'd be so cool. Like it was just a dream in my head. I'm like, yeah, it's never going to happen. Like I would totally like if they, if it was a good enough deal and it came up for sale again. And I was like, um, another company, I tried to buy it. It didn't work. And then another company was trying to buy it. And I, I, one of the really nice shop guys, I was friends with everyone there. Like, like a lot of the employees too. Like I was really good friends with even the boyers. Like I knew them, uh, by name, you know, I had their numbers. It wasn't, you know, it was really kind of a close knit community. So I, I basically, I, I contacted them all at that time. I was like, hey, would you be willing to come back? Like, I want to turn this thing into something great. And I talked to Diversus. I was like, hey, could I lease, like, the spot where you guys have all this equipment right now? Could we get back up and start? They're like, yeah, you know, we could probably work something out. And I'm like, sweet. So 
But then I guess the other company didn't want it at that time. And so I was like, yes, I'm going to be able to do this. I took pictures of all the inventory, everything like, like I was working like crazy and I was, I was actually really excited. Cause I was like, man, I could literally do my dream. Like this could actually work. And anyways, to make a long story short, I'd saved up some money, um, as well to, to possibly buy it. But then it just, um, the other owners, I, I don't know exactly what happened, but I basically said, Hey, I'm willing to pay, you know, a good fair price. And then just no one ever got back to me. And I was like, okay, well, and I guess what happened is I, I finally was just like, you know what, this just isn't, you know, I guess this isn't God's will. And you know, it's kind of funny is, um, I, I was listening to the great plains archery uh, podcast. I, I believe it was you that had that, um, mm-hmm. talking about how he, he kind of gave it to God too. And, his, and and I'm not trying to, you know, push the Christian agenda or anything on anyone, but it was very interesting. Cause I definitely feel like I was like, you know what? I have peace about this. You know, if this isn't right, I'm just going to, you know, let go of it. And if it, if it's meant to be like, like it's going to happen and it just didn't, you know, it didn't work out. And I was like, well, that's too bad. And I had some investment money, but you know, now that I look back at it, I'm in a much better position now to take this on. Um, but back then I was, you know, I'm a lot better at what I do now too on social media, on different, on different, uh, different things that were, are probably necessary to make it successful. So, you know, it just wasn't right timing and you just got to wait for the right timing on some of these things. But I was just like, okay. So they took it and moved it and did a, did a ton of work, um, to try to like bring it back. I think it was, uh, Martin outdoors, I believe that's, that's, that's what it was called. Anyways, they, they tried to do a lot of different things and, uh, they're a really nice, uh, family owned, you know, company, they still are. And I think they're probably doing better with their compound bows now, but it's anyways, to make a long story short, it was still very disjointed from their, you know, the focus on traditional archery really wasn't there as much. Um, there was a lot of, a lot of issues that they had. Um, you know, and I, I, like I said, you know, they've been really nice to me just giving, you know, they, they, they did basically I'll get into that, but essentially things just weren't working out as much, but I, Basically, they got to the point where, hey, we're going to move it to Georgia from Walla Walla. Well, they tried that and that for whatever reason that wasn't working. And they're like, well, we they actually moved a bunch of the equipment, which I'm still working on getting everything back here right now. Um, but I basically they came to me because I was help. And I, the funny thing is, I wasn't even working for them at that time. But then they came back to me and they're like, oh, man, we need help with our website and this and that. And they were kind of like freaking out. because They couldn't find someone to do different things. So I came back and like helped them. So here's like a, yet another ownership cycle where they're, where people are asking me for help. So I come back, try to help them in everything I can. And, you know, a lot of the stuff. Keep drawing you back basically somehow. Yeah. Like it was kind of funny how, how that happened, but I always, yeah, th- this I, does, this does sound a lot like the, uh, great plan story <laughs> with Shane. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> you know, he just, he just got, like, yeah, right. Yep. And, and it's, and it gets crazier because I honestly didn't, you know, I didn't even expect to like to buy it even when they, they were like, okay, we're going to sell it. And I was like, well, that didn't work out. That was a closed door. I don't even think I'm going <clears> to, <throat> like, I don't even think that's going to be able to happen. And I was like, well, oh man, I was, I was thinking about it. And I, so I had a couple people that might've been interested that had cash that were like ready to buy. Another guy had a business deal drop out and I was like, maybe he'd be a good guy to do it. So I contacted him and I was like, Hey, would you be interested? Cause I don't think I don't have the money for this, but but I think this other guy, you know, I think you might. I mean, it's a really good business. I told him about the whole history. I was like, this is awesome. And he's like, okay, yeah. And he looked into it. And he was just like, I think he just got scared of the whole process. He's like, oh, man, it's just kind of overwhelming. Because the, the previous company, they didn't have a lot to draw off of. Like, like you would, you know, you had to go to 
some of those original boyers to get stuff. And I don't think he really felt comfortable doing that. I don't, for whatever reason he was, he just kind of dropped out and I was like looking but for you had that relationship with them though. Yeah. And I had that relationship yeah. and you know, a lot of the stuff I was helping them out with on their website and stuff, I would just do stuff for free. Like I, I was just trying to be a nice guy. Even my wife was like, like, why, why are you just doing all this stuff for them? And I just, a lot of the times I just didn't even record my hours. I was like, whatever, I'm just going to try to help him. But you know what, when you do good, it definitely comes back because these, you know, the ownership group, I, I ended up looking at it and there was missing equipment here and there, just different things. And I was like, oh, like, I wonder if I could just give them a good deal or, or give them a good offer, like some offer. And I, and the luck, the nice thing is I had cash saved up from another business called exceed designs, um, that, that did very well. It's actually still doing quite well. We, we sell like a titanium utility knife, uh, on our own website, exceeddesigns.com and then on Amazon. And that's just went wildly successful still is very successful so i had like some funds saved up and i was talking to another guy who um actually in california who i i um i like consult for their business and and do amazon business i actually helped uh, grow their business like quite a bit so i was talking to him and i was telling him about it he's like well why don't you just buy it like that seems like a really good deal and i was like thinking to myself i'm like man that's that actually seems like a good deal. Like maybe I should. And that's really what sparked it. Like, man, I wanted to before, like, why don't I just do what I've always dreamed of with this Damon Hallett thing and separate it from the brand and give all the focus and love to the one, to the one thing that I actually appreciate. I love traditional archery from the beginning. I had like compound bows. They were great, but like there was something about traditional after a while with a compound bow, at least to me, it just ends up almost getting mundane and boring because you just line up the peep and it's just, there's like, less skill in it i'm not saying there's not skill but there's just less of that like raw feeling that you get with that traditional archery and it's just like man i'm just like i love it i I actually really enjoy it i was like why don't i just make them an offer and so i did and they're like yeah we'd probably take that and i was like really surprised by that and then i started doing like a calculation of all the inventory and i was like man I just don't feel comfortable because this is still kind of stressful for me at this price because I found out that some of the equipment was missing, some of the band saws that I couldn't replace, but I was like, I'm going to need to get this stuff again. Um, so basically, I, I made another offer that was kind of a low-ball offer, but I just I prayed about it, man, and I was like, you know what, this is the best I can do, and if everything fails, I will still feel okay. And And so I made this offer they they thought about it they weren't they probably weren't as happy but they're like ah you know what like we just need to make our payroll and do our stuff so let's just let's just make it happen you can take it and i just couldn't believe it like it was to me it was like a miracle because it was just enough money that i had so i didn't have to go into debt and i really feel like going into debt is so difficult because you almost i mean you don't have a shareholder who's breathing down your back but you have basically a bank breathing down your back or an investor breathing down your back saying, Hey, what are you going to do with what I've given you? And that's just, I don't know that that is the best, the best scenario for helping a business really be successful in my opinion. I mean, I just, that's, it's just hard. Um, and so, yeah. no, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not quite, you know, you know, at the entrepreneur level of in anybody, you know, like, like you or whatever. Right. I mean, but you know, I, I, I can understand um, but I can clear anyone kind of from the outside looking in can clearly see that, okay, you know, the best way to let something succeed 
is to not kind of breathe down someone's light like someone's neck and say, okay, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? They're they're why they're wanting to buy this business for a reason because they have a you know whatever yeah. a passion for it, an interest for it, uh, um, uh, an expertise in it kind of thing. And it seems to me that the best way to do it would be to just kind of you know let them run the show because they're they're wanting to run the show for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and, and you know it's one of those things that it's like it's the the beautiful thing that that I keep thinking about. I'm like, you know what? Like Damon Howitt first started, it was a passion. It was his own business. You know, he was he was building all this custom equipment to to automate his stuff. Like he did some revolutionary things, like some really cool things back then that no one had ever thought of. And it was really, you know, it was just him and his business. Like it was his passion. And I'm like, man, like I've seen this go downhill so much when investors and shareholders try to get involved and they try to turn stuff around and they're, you know, doing whatever they do. And it's just not it's just not great for the brand. And so I'm like, man, this is this is so I mean, I'm just so excited because it's now under private ownership. That's that's it was under private ownership when Damon Howitt was most successful as well. You know, that's something to remember because that's when it really was at its at its high. And I think, yeah. um, you know, I'm personally seeing, you know, a, a lot of, you know, and so I'm actually so I buy this thing. I'll just just go really quick so I don't bore anyone. But I go I purchase a thing. I send him the wire transfer. It's a done deal. We transfer all the trademarks over everything and, and we get a really good agreement in, and and baked in and everything's done. And. I'm I'm still, you know, a little scared. I'm like, man, can I even bring this thing back from the dead? Because like it's been like they went, I don't know, almost a year, probably like eleven or ten or eleven months with no manufacturing. They didn't do anything, didn't ship any bows. And I'm just like, am I gonna get like any dealers back? I mean, I just had this feeling because I'd know yeah, what have I done yeah. company for so long. I mean, I knew they used to ship, you know, <clears throat> literally over a million dollars a year just in traditional bows, even while I was there many times. So I'm like, I know that this could do very well um if i can just get these dealers back but i hopefully they're not gonna like you know hopefully they're not gonna hate me or just be like annoyed that you know from damon how like or maybe they're just gonna drop off i mean you have all these fears about a company you know when you make that type of investment i mean it was significant you know it wasn't wasn't just cheap it was everything i'd saved up for you know yeah. basically all our savings i mean luckily i didn't have to go into debt but it was definitely not a small amount so i'm I'm just thinking, oh boy, did I just <clears throat> did I just do a very expensive uh, tax write-off that'll last me into the next ten <laughs> years, or what did I just do here, you know? Um, and so, but I, I, so we we first we negotiated with the owners to have a, a spot at the ATA, just like a little piece of of their booth, basically. And so we get set up. I like, I I had uh, Ben, one of our boyers here, um, built like have a prototype for me, and I bought a bunch of bows from him because I didn't have anything. And I like unstrung them, you know, put them all into the, into like this TV box and I like cut it down so we can get to the ATA show. And I'm like, cause it just happened like days earlier. So I'm like scrambling. I literally found, and this is a cool thing because I'd worked there. I had like catalog templates. So I found one of the older catalogs was able to edit it and took photos like in my basement against a white wall, quick took photos, clipped them out. You know, now I'm back to like what I did, like, nine ten years ago i'm clipping out these photos and like <clears throat> getting them all ready and i'm like man this is so funny because this is literally what i know what to do you know like this is this is i feel like i'm in my realm here and so i take my photos i i add them all into the the catalog and i'm talking to ben like we're going back and forth on specs i'm like some of the bows i had to like because we didn't have a mock-up i had to literally like photoshop the, the wood that we planned on using on i mean it was just like just to try to get stuff done it was insane and then i quick sent it to the catalog printer paid for like expedited 
you know, priority shipping and whatever to get it here. And so we get everything here. We're like all our suitcases are like filled with catalog. I mean, it literally just looks like a joke. Right. I mean, it's just like, like, what is this company? It's, but it's so fresh, you know, like, what are you going to do? I mean, yeah. it's, it's the best I can do, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I got to do best by what I've, you know, and that's the thing is when you put all your own hard earned money into something, you definitely are not willing to let it just fail. And that's, that's another reason why I think a company that, that really puts their all into it is, is destined for more success than someone who's just like, well, you know, if I fail, I don't even lose any money. Well, I'm losing my whole savings if I, if I mess this one up. So I think that's, um, that's, that's important, um, for me because I, I definitely want to do good by the legacy led by this brand. And I think that, um, I think it's going to be good, man. Like I'm excited. So I get to ATA and I'm thinking, Oh my word. Like, what are we going to even do? And we were like, they're like, Oh yeah. The Martin guys are like, Hey, you can have this little shooting booth. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, shoot, like, I don't even have arrows. Like, I didn't know I was going to be at a shooting booth. Like no one told me until like, you know, a couple hours before I arrived. So I'm like, quick, where can I get arrows? We find a local shop, get some arrows, <laughs> different spine weights. And I'm like, this is just hilarious. And like, none of the arrows are, you know, like nothing's set up. And so I, I set everything up and I'm, you know, we just did our best, man. Like it was just kind of, and this is just a couple weeks ago, right? I mean, a few weeks ago yep. as, we, as, as we're recording here. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, yeah. and at the same time I'm working on the website. I negotiated with, with uh, uh, Terry Martin, the old owner, went over to his house, super cool. He, he actually has a whole collection of Damon Howitz. He has the exact bow that Mel Johnson used actually for that record buck. He like has had the had the different bow and stuff that was shot the Olympic arrow, like a lot of cool stuff. Like he was, so he showed me around. He's like, you know what? Like no one from any of the ownerships even come to me to even ask for any of this stuff. Like, I love this. Like, thank you for doing this. Like, and I'm just, I just wanted to honor him and respect him and just be like, hey, like, yeah. What can you tell me about the company? And he's like, you know what? Like, I'll give you everything, all the catalogs on file for like all the way back to as soon as we went digital. So he literally sends me, <laughs> I, I bring by this hard drive. He gives me like 700 gigabytes of the history of like everything, <laughs> like just everything, dude. Cause they, they actually save stuff. He's like, yeah, no one ever even asked us. And I'm just like thinking to myself, yeah, like, this is crazy. Like, I can't believe no one even asked for it. And so I, I actually offered him for the domain, Damon Howitt. I was like, man, he's because he's quite wealthy at this point. You know, he sold Archery Talk. You know, he's he's a pretty well-to-do at this point. And so I'm like, man, is, I wonder if he's going to sell me Damon Howitt. So I offered him 20 grand for it just to make sure he would actually give it to me because I'm like, I, I got to get this. Like, I can't just offer The, do, the domain. Yeah, the domain, DamonHowitt.com. Yeah, yeah. And so he, he comes back. He's like, you know what? Like, I really love what you're doing. I'll just give it to you for five grand. And I was like, oh, my word, that is super nice i mean even five grand is a lot for a domain but it was way better than i was expecting i mean he just it was it was kind of a nice gesture i think to him from from him and i was just like man because he could have just leveraged that i mean for as long as he wanted and i had bought how at archery i i had bought an actually funny thing like five years ago i bought best recurve bow and best traditional bow.com and i like i bought all these domains i was going to like use to leverage because i'm in internet marketing a lot and so I had bought all these domains back in the day, like a long time ago that I was going to leverage. And so I had all these kind of this, these assets still there. And so anyways, we get to the ATA back, back to the ATA. I guess I'm jumping around here. Hopefully <laughs> okay following, but, but yeah, I, I get to the ATA and I'm, you know, just meeting people. And I just made it, I just made this goal. I was like, every single person that's a deal, I'm going to stop everyone and talk to them about the brand and what's happening. And like, literally I was blown away. Like actually I was, when I was, when I got there, I was like, man, I wonder if anyone's going to even care about us. I wonder if 
we're going to get any dealers back or if anyone's even going to like be interested. And boy, was I like, we were so busy. I was, and some of the guys were like, yeah, there's not that many people here compared to last, or I guess the year before or before pandemic levels. And I'm just like, dude, I can't even keep up with this. Like my wife and I were just handing out catalogs right and left, talking to people and like no one had anything bad to say. They were so happy that it was in new hands and separated from Martin. Some of the guys were like, so you're not part of Martin, right? And I'm like, yeah, no, we're hundred percent our own company. I'm like, okay, sign me up. Like I want to be a dealer. Like just <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And I'm just like, what in the world? Like, how are we going to, and, and at the same time, I'd actually hadn't sleep for like slept for like three days because I was working on the website, which I'm super proud of DamonHowitt.com. I was like just making it look so good. And that website, man, it took me so long to get it because I had to make the mobile version, the desktop version, and the oh, it was just killing me. But I got it, got it. They're, they're good websites, though. I mean, I, I you know, I would never, you know, I would never know that they were just like literally made. I don't know, very <laughs> recently. Crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, just yeah, because when yeah, I started seeing you guys yeah. or you know your stuff, and I'm like, oh, this, you know, and I went on, and it looks uh, very, you know, really modern, really easy to navigate. Um, the pictures are awesome of the bows. Yeah. And, all, and some and of them are literally just, yeah. just shot in literally in my basement, like a couple, I mean, it's just like not ideal. You know, you're supposed to have yeah. a nice white background, you know, and you should have a really nice fish line set up before I, I literally had a fishing pole and I hooked it to the top of the conviction bow and I had my wife like holding it right before <laughs> we were supposed to leave for our airplane. I'm not even joking. Like no she kidding. was literally sitting there holding it and I'm like shooting it and I'm like, okay, now I got to clip this while we're driving, get this online. I mean, it was just, dude, like, talk about, but I, I mean, personally, I thrive off of that. Like, I just, I love, like, the adrenaline of, like, being able to turn something around like this, and, and you know, it takes work. Like, you got to work. Like, I mean, I worked all night, no joke, for, like, three days to get that website. It was officially perfect right before ATA. Like, there were still, like, some issues, and then, like, the day before, I am just, like, exhausted. I almost, I thought I was going to get sick, like, before, because I started getting a sore throat that morning of ATA, and I was like, nope. This cannot happen. I was like praying to God. I was like, dear God, please do not let me get sick. And I just told my body, I was like, no, you're not getting sick. Like you're going to pull through. And so I literally get there. I'm like, we're going to do this. And I didn't get sick. I, I haven't got sick yet. I can't believe it actually. Cause normally I, I everybody that goes to those events, like always comes out with some sort of cold or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, like. I've never, yeah. I've never been to any of them, but they're like, you know, it's just a place to spread germs. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, I mean, there's a ton of people, you know, you're, you're shoulder to shoulder, you're going in airplanes. I mean, it's, so anyways, God is good on that, but I just couldn't believe that the reaction of people was, I think what blew me away. I went to the show thinking, I don't even know if I'm going to even be uh, successful at all with this. And I came back just like, whoa, like this is big. And I didn't know how much investment I wanted to put into some of like the new products and procedures that I was planning on doing. Cause I have some really exciting plans for the future. But after coming back from ATA and just seeing the response of so many dealers who were just like, like everyone knew the brand it was and and even the bear archery guys they came by and they're like they're like we never heard that this went up for sale when did that happen and and you could just tell they were like wow like i, I can't imagine that this even happened without anyone knowing which is surprising because i think that you know it's it's surprising that the previous ownership i mean they may have i don't know if they went to any other companies to try to sell it to them but it probably mm. would have been a potentially an easy sell i mean but it it is um yeah, it was it was surprising, man. Like like very surprising the reaction of everyone there. I was just I I'm still kind of still blown. Kind of reminds me of um you know follow me along on this really loose analogy here, but you know like you 
you, you have you know people in your life that have like that toxic uh, you know, boyfriend girlfriend whatever and all of a sudden their the friends kind of leave them right and then all yeah. of a sudden they, they smarten up and then they they're they're not associated with them anymore and they're like oh hey yeah. how's it going <laughs> where, <laughs> yeah where you been we missed you kind of thing it, it kind of yeah kind of sounds and, a you know like I think that. it's you know I think it's you know. I, I, I also feel like, um, you know, Martin will probably do better at what they're doing now because they don't have to worry about the Damon Howitt thing because they had, yeah you know, having to focus, you know, I feel like you, you can't serve two masters that are doing different things. And, and like, how are you supposed to run a brand where one focus is compound and one is, is traditional? I mean, you can do it, you know, I mean, there are companies who do it, but it's also, I just feel like, man, a company that could be a hundred percent focused. I mean, we're going to be. <clears throat> you know, one of the very few, you know, one or two production level, um, production level traditional bow companies that, that has a really good reputation for what it does. And our warranties yeah. are, are over double any other, most other companies out there. I mean, you know, you look at like bear, like we're, we're, we're our warranties are going to be higher and our designs are staying, you know, very, like a lot of them are going to be similar to some of these ones that have been, I mean, you can see the ones that are there, they're, they're just, we've kind of remade some of the original models because it's been so fresh. I mean, it's only been three weeks and a lot of people are like, why isn't Damon having to do anything new? Well, I have news for some of those people. We have some very exciting traditional bows coming out soon. Um, some takedown versions. We've got some modified, uh, uh, front limb mount um, style. It's not going to, you know, we're not going to just, you know, copy Black Widow or anything, but we have our own specific uh, design that's going to be really exciting, I think, that's kind of um, going to hopefully change the game. I love changing the game in categories and like doing something kind of a little radical or different that can really, um, you know, we're still going to stay true to a lot of our original models, but we want to bring some new blood into this and um i'm young i got energy and i'm i'm just excited to excited to do it man i mean it's it's gonna be it's crazy <laughs> so so your history with um uh, with archery right i mean is, is yeah. it is it been like it, it seems like it was kind of like always like uh um not not like your main passion right but i mean it yeah, was always like I an mean, interest in stuff um i mean were you, were you in a hunting at all were you i mean did you did you kind of keep shooting or was it more like hey you started working there and it just kind of ignited what you had yeah. uh you know as a, as a younger you know person yeah so as, i mean at a young age i always i mean just so everyone knows I, I loved bows i mean i've always loved archery um like i i built i still remember i think i was like i don't know like even as young as like seven and eight, I was like building PVC bows. I mean, who wasn't, who was out, out in the country. I mean, I lived, I grew up in Cottage Grove, Oregon, like way out in the country. We owned a, owned a kind of a farm out there. And so, I mean, like any, any kid growing up like that, I mean, you, you just want to shoot stuff. And, and so it's always been kind of like a passion. You know, I had that cougar too, which is funny because I didn't even know later that I would be working for the company and then, and then yeah. that buying like basically half of its, <laughs> half of its value at one point or, or whatever. I mean, it was just, I mean, I never dreamed that that would happen, but now I'm here today. I mean, it's just kind of crazy to think about that, but I, yeah, I loved archery. You know, I've been so busy with the business side of things that, I mean, I, I love to shoot. I do, you know, I've, I've done stuff like, I mean, I've done a lot of shooting, but it's not like, I wouldn't say it's like a huge focus. You know, you, you look at guys who it's, I mean, it's their passion and that that's who we're speaking to with this company. Um, and so, you know, I think it's something, you know, I'm, I want to get into it even more right now, but I've had, I mean, when that bow went out of business or when, when Martin went out of business or not out of business, but when they actually got sold each one of those times, I would like try to buy as many of the traditional bows that I could. And so I had just like tons of them 
in my like my room where I've where I've got stuff and and so I've always I always liked them from the very beginning. I never thought I'd actually like buy the brand or the company. <laughs> so it's kind of mm-hmm. surprising, but I I always loved I mean I just I love shooting traditional. That's definitely my passion. I still have like a Martin Nemesis Nitro, I think, but I never shoot it and if friends come over like I just always want to shoot the traditional. And so I mean, yeah, I love shooting, but I'm I'm honestly so busy with the businesses that I'm doing right now. I don't have time to go out there to go, go shoot or hunt. I mean, it's just like, I just barely even have time to keep up, but I am very, very keenly aware of, and we have a lot of those original boyers who are helping us out on a lot of elements. So, you know, some, you know, I think one of the concerns that people might have is like, okay, is this guy even an archer? Like, does he even know what he's doing? I, I, I totally understand that, that fear. Um, but I also know that we have a lot of, know some of those original boyers who they they are the ones that are out there hunting and winning 3d shoots like doing things they are literally part of our company working with us and um you know i've learned a lot like even back you know what was it like i don't know four or five years ago when i tried to buy the company i basically learned the whole process of how to how to how to make a traditional bow i mean to basically be a boyer so i kind of you know, in a, in a way, I I don't want to say like apprentice, like I was out there grinding with them a lot, but I basically did work around them and with them a lot to learn the different process of how the presses work, how the process works, you know, how to, you know, getting your torsional centering, everything. I mean, basically I, I worked with the technical side a bit to know, and we have our boyers here that are actually going to be helping us. So it's, it's going to, it's going to work out good. Um, but I, I have the marketing side a lot more, I would say than, than anything else. And I'm just, you know, as long as we can provide on our promise to, to have those, the same, that same high quality DNA that Damon Howitt's always been known for, it's going to be, people are going to really, um, they're going to like it. And we're doing things the same way. I mean, we have the same equipment, same presses, only better actually, because we've upgraded our presses with ceramic heating, um, you know, we've got, we've got some processes that we're doing that are hopefully going to increase the quality as well as the capacity to produce. And so, um, I've got a guy who's, who actually, he actually helped work on the, the Sidewinder missiles, um, for the U S military. And he's actually also, uh, helping out with some production related things, which I'm, I'm very pleased with. So we're going to do some, some very, I think, revolutionary things as far as, um, being able to provide high quality without QC issues. Um, but at, at, at the capacity that I'm seeing, because right now, since launching that website, we did this reservation thing. Uh, so people can just go on the website and reserve their bow basically. Uh, Cause I didn't want to take any people's money before we had all the production set up again. And that's, you know, I just don't feel like that's right. And so I just set up that reservation thing and literally the first day I just turned it on and boom, it's like 15, 20 reservations in the first day. I'm like, what in the world? I'm like kind of freaking out at that point. And I'm like, well, maybe it'll just stop. No, it doesn't. It keeps going. There's like 10 the next day, 10 the next day. And like, I think from now, I I probably need to check it again today, but I believe it's only been like three weeks since, or three or four weeks since ATA. And I believe we have now had nearly, I think over 150 reservations. And that's just absurd for any company that's, that's this fresh that hasn't even done anything for like a year. Like I'm honestly blown away. Like the support. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying all of those will actually materialize, but, but I believe a lot of them will. I mean, these people are pretty serious. They'll like message me like, Hey, when do you know when my reservation is coming up? Like these people are serious. <laughs> so when are you, when are you ramping up then for, for production? When, when yeah, production I mean, actually well, start? I mean, we're, we're, 
we're, we're, we're already working on it right now. I already have uh, uh, our guy, Ben, uh, Ben Edwards is actually working right now producing, you know, some different things. Uh, but we're the, the real production will likely start in the next I'm, I'm probably thinking around 30 days. I don't okay. know. I don't want to tell people that like 100 percent. That's another thing is the last company they, they told people, hey, yeah, we can get your bow. And it was like six months later. And I don't want to do that. So I'm not giving any promises to anyone. But what I will say is. I'm definitely not any letting any grass grow under my feet. You know, it's we want to make sure that we're up to production. But at the same time, I um, my exceed designs business uh, where I sell that knife that I've been doing for about three years. I mean, if you you know, one of the reasons why we've grown with no advertising on that business is because we provided product that just exceeds expectations. Like the people who purchase uh, those knives and they receive them, like everyone. I mean, you can go on Amazon and look at the reviews. None of them are fake. I mean, it's all everyone's just on like over the moon about it and it's because i literally every single knife that goes out i approve i qc i make sure it's perfect and you know i think it's part about like like when you really care about a brand you don't want anything to go out that's not perfect i mean it's not about profit at that point it's about it's about people you know and i think yeah. you know if, if you treat people right man they will come back and they will come back and they'll be lifetime customers they will, they will be telling their kids they will then be Damon Howard owners and like the cycle just keeps continuing. Like when you treat people right. So it's, yeah, I think, yeah. I think the number one thing people want from a legacy brand is the legacy quality, right? Yep, exactly. um, they remember a certain level of quality, certain level of, um, you know, customer like engagement, right. Or, or, yep. or, or company engagement with their customers. Um, yep whether whether it's cars or bows or i don't know like yeah. <laughs> old uh old yeah. <laughs> uh china wear i don't know you know what i mean like people people kind of look toward those and, and and anytime there's something new that comes along they're like okay all we really want is for this new uh regime company whatever you want to say uh to live up to um the it, w it would make the original owners proud. Let's put it <laughs> yeah. that way, right? We're not regime, so, by the way. That's all the people really want. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm kidding. They're actually really yeah. nice. There, there's a there's a there's a traditional bow company called Regime. I actually met the Italian guys. They're really oh, nice. Oh, Regime. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Italian, yeah, right? But, but yeah, I mean, we're we're trying to we're definitely trying to be. Uh, I mean, I, I think, and I actually talked to them too about like production, and they're like, yeah, there's no way we can we can make your like your level of, of bow. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I understand. Like it's, it's a, it's a high end handcrafted type of thing. I mean, if you look at a lot of our styles, I mean, you know, we still have our same templates and everything. So we're going to keep with that. I think another thing is, yeah, that's what people want. People want that same quality. And I think that's another thing that we're, we are going to have to prove to people. Um, cause we are new ownership. I mean, I, I get it. I mean, but we do have those same boyers who are well known for what they've done so i i think there's some trust that can be had there but at the same time um you know we're gonna we're gonna have to you know still win people back i'm not saying that it, the fight is not over for winning people back i'm sure you know like there's there's gonna be work um but yeah i mean there's a lot of excited you know people are people are pretty excited i talked to the three rivers guys they came by our booth it was really neat just telling them about our story and you know i told them the same thing i'm like hey we're you know i'm not gonna just say hey we can just take orders right now we're gonna we're, we're first going to ensure that our quality matches up with what we believe the expectation is for people. And once that's yeah. met, then we can move forward with actually telling people, Hey, we can actually make your bow, you know, you can pay us now. Um, but we're also working, you know, to get, we're not just going to be building one-off customs. Like this is, you know, we're going to be building, you know, each one, a fair, a fair bit of those at a time. So it's not going to be like, Oh, we're just one off here, one off there once in a while. I mean, and the demand that I'm seeing, I mean, we can easily, you know, we're probably going to 
going to make a hundred of each bow at first, at least. Um, and it, it's going to be a lot of work, you know, but I think um, good things take hard work and that's, that's just part of it. Are you looking to do some sort of custom shop type of thing down the road too, yeah. where uh, people can order like their custom, you know, if they, you know, custom, uh, I don't know, veneers or blanks or whatever for, for the risers and then and, yeah. and do that or. Yeah, you know, I think I think we 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 possibly will. Um, you know, at first I want to be able to provide those original models that, what, that that people are wanting, and then um, later I think that would be cool. If there's a way, I'd love to build. You know, as a website developer myself, I'm I already have these ideas of uh, people being able to to basically customize with a 3D model their bow, like basically add different types of wood. They can modify. The, the grip to different things and they could modify, you know, for different tillering styles or whatever. I mean, there, there could be that in the future, you know, because people do love the customization, but I, I also want to maintain the, the, the production side, at least at this, at this point, you know, cause I feel like you've got, sure. you know, at this point you've got, you know, I won't mention brands, but you've got different options when you go to like a dealer, you know, you've got like the low end, you've got the the super high end you know you got the fifteen hundred dollar stuff you know twelve hundred dollar stuff but then we're wanting to basically be be able to produce something that is fifteen hundred dollar quality but at at an eight you know six six to seven to eight hundred dollar price point range um and that's difficult yeah. you know you know it's, it's not going to be easy to be able to to profit with that but i do think we're going to be you know i think we're going to be successful in it you know as we maintain those like production levels um because if we you know, if you're just doing one at a time, that's why they have to charge twelve to fifteen hundred dollars because it's, you know, that's you're doing it's one off. You can't, you know, like let's say you're doing limb cores, you can't just do enough for a hundred bows at one time. You're gonna have to, you're literally gonna have to do just one for one person. I mean, there's 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 certain things that that don't allow for that with custom, but I think we could do custom, and I I'm not, you know, I'm not opposed to it in the future. Um, I, I think it'd be cool to open up a custom shop later. Um, the one the the other thing too that we're potentially going to do I'm, I'm not going to everything that's you know just so everyone knows as well um all of the you know made by damon howitt stuff is going to be you know it's going to be handcrafted you know here in the u.s um and i'm maintaining that um i do have uh, an exile series um I, I even bought exilearchery.com and a bunch of websites and i'm likely potentially going to be creating a <clears throat> a high end I, I don't know for sure so don't count me on this because nothing's you know, set in stone yet, but I may do a, you know, like a three or four bow series of high-end imports that are designed by Damon Howitt, but then may basically designed by Damon Howitt, but made by the Exile Archery, and it'll probably be under its own website likely, and it's going to be separated because I don't want, you know, I think, you know, Damon Howitt always is going to maintain that made in USA, but I also want to give, yeah. I want to give someone an option for like a two hundred seventy-five to three hundred dollar bow that that has the same features that a Damon Howitt would, but with a, with a less complex riser. So there's always going to be that value and reason to jump up to that higher model. But we want to, I want to create a, a series that will work for entry level people, but not just a hundred dollar crappy Chinese bow. I want something that's sure high end, that same wider hunting limb style, everything that you would want from a Howitt, but it, but you'd, you'd still want to upgrade later, but it would be a chance for someone to get in the door with a bow that they're just like, yeah, I'm sticking with Howitt for, for life. And I want to jump up to that premium made by a Damon Howitt or Damon Howitt branded instead of just the XL. So that's an idea. You know, I haven't, I haven't, 
fully committed to that yet, but I, you know, if we can produce the quality, I already have samples coming from multiple people that we sent some designs of some different, different ideas that I'm just waiting to see if we can torture test them and just see if there's any chance that we can, you know, I don't want to taint the name. So that's, that's the big thing is yeah. to be very careful with that. But anyways, it's, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I got a lot of, a lot of different ideas in the works. <laughs> What's, what's the distribution going to be? Is it just going to be direct? Like um, you said, I mean, if it's too early, I mean, just say it's too yeah. early, but you said no, you talked to sure. Three Rivers, that kind of thing. I mean, is the plan to get into some of these, like Three Rivers, Lancaster, that kind of stuff? Yeah, or no. is it just yeah. going to be direct from the website? I mean, what, 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 I mean, what are for, the thoughts there? For now, I mean, we you know we can't commit on any orders yet because I don't. You know, I want to be able to make sure we have the production at capacity to supply companies like that with the quality that that is going to be demanded because if we just ship a bunch of bows and we have a, like a d lamb like even one is too many for me so i'm i'm trying to make sure that we are can ensure and guarantee quality because our warranty is also is also like double that of many others so i'm trying to make sure that we are going to be able to commit to that and once we can then yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna start talking to them i mean i think um from my conversation with three hours they're already you know definitely ready to have us back if if we're able to you know, produce at the quality that, that Damon Howe has been known for. So a lot of guys are very excited. Um, you know, I, I already have some plans to, to hopefully do some custom stuff with potentially Cabela's, you know, some, some of these other companies, you know, maybe even likely some of these bigger companies, I may, a lot of them are very interested in our exile line, the series that's designed by Damon Howitt, but, but, you know, like an import style. So there's a lot of people who are like, man, we'd love something that fits that, like, two to three hundred dollar range that's very high end and so if i can if i can you know guarantee on that promise um that would that would bring a lot of those people back because they're looking for higher margins um and it's going to be you know it may be something to where we do something like that maybe a couple how bows but i'm going to do both i mean i'm going to do everything i can yeah, to I, I think people have out. seen the um the success of the side of me to cut job i think people have seen the success of uh like the Black Hunter, for example, you know, yeah. like the Sam, yeah. the, the the Black Hunter kind of like bumped the Sam McSage and, and no shade on any of them. They're, they're all fantastic yeah. ones, yeah. right? I mean, I've had them, I've had both of them, but I mean, you know, the Black Hunter is, is a much more modernized, way nicer looking version. No, no offense to Sam McSage yeah. owners. I've had a few uh, than the Sam McSage, yeah. but then like the, the, the quality is, is hit or miss. Like, I mean, I've, I've gotten, you know, they're all, yep. we, we don't know who makes yep. them. I actually, um, you know, I, I watched the video of Great Plains. <laughs> he was fixing a black hunter. I was like, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's doing you know, whatever. Yeah. And and I I had two videos out there. One was like a, I can't remember, Sino Art, I think. What I mean, they all change names, right? You buy on Amazon, yeah. they all change like names. And it was an absolute. It was the worst piece of garbage I've I've ever like oh. looked, you know, looked at, right? I mean, like like just just schmutz all over it, and it was. Uh, uh, it was mismarked. The box was mismarked. Limbs were mismarked, and the actual poundage uh, was was wrong. Right? I mean, it, it was it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. I didn't even do. Yeah. I did an unboxing video and shot mm -hmm. it. I didn't even do a video of me shooting it. I just boxed it all up and I said, you know what, guys, don't buy this thing. <laughs> but then, like <laughs> later on, like last year, year and a half ago, I ordered another one, and it was from Obert or whatever, another Amazon name. Mm -hmm. Same damn bow, you know. But this one was fantastic. So yeah. the point is, people never know this whole the whole Black Hunter kind of umbrella. There's so many little uh, uh, different companies underneath it that either make the same bow or copy the same bow, and no one yeah. really knows what happens over in China. You might yeah. have a better um, um, yeah, no, I, you know, I've, view, I've view into that, of, you know, because you yeah. deal more there. 
But anyway, what I'm trying to say is people are people have seen the success of that step up a little bit from the the blockiness of the Sam McSage, a little bit sexier look for the Black Hunter. But the quality control is something that hasn't been guaranteed. So if you step up another hundred bucks, maybe seventy five hundred bucks and you're into that range where it's a good looking bow, but you know where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's a um uh, what, what am I, what, what's the word I'm trying to use for it's been, um, verified, you know, kind of thing. The, the, and that's what I want to do so, too, is we're going to yeah. have on any of those imports. If we do an XL series, like I said, first of all, it's going to be, you know, a separate thing, but it's, you know, yeah. we'll have some, we'll have the DNA from, from how it design in some of that. But then at the same time, it's going to be different. It's not going to be made by Damon Howitt. We're going to have a different logo. You know, we're going to do things to differentiate it. So because I do want to keep that, that premium value is always going to be attached to Damon Hallett bows. But I do think that's going to be important. If And if we're going to have, I've already talked to some of, you know, a lot of the boyers, they're willing, they're basically going to help actually QC any of those products coming in. And we're going to basically, if there's any problems, they're just not going to be shipped to anyone. Like proper tillering, any limb twist, like these type of things that we're going to, we're going to look, you know, lamination quality. There's going to be a lot of different things that we're going to look at first, you know, and, you know, like yep. one of the things, you know, like the Great Plains guy, he, he's showing just how he's, you know, having to actually create a center because it's not really centered. I don't know why they would not just, I mean, it doesn't take that much work to just fix some of these things before you actually ship it to the customer. And that's the thing. And I've, you know, with my Exceed Designs business, I import some of the parts for some of those. And there have been times when I have literally had to just pull up the trash can and throw away $10,000 worth of product in one minute. And you know what? That hurts. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. it doesn't really matter if you care about people and you want people to receive good product. If you if you want people to only receive good product, then you will literally protect them. And that's that's where that's where I come in. And I've done that with my last businesses. I'm going to do it with this business. If we do anything with any importation, it's definitely going to be uh, vetted heavily because you know if you get you know it's kind of one of those things. If, if we get this, if, even if I put this on Amazon and let's say it's you know, you could buy a black hunter for like a hundred bucks, but then you step up to something like this, it's two two fifty or two seventy five, and we have like a really well done, um, you know, handcrafted, you know, whatever it's gonna be, super nice. You know, it's actually because a lot of these things, man. I looked at some of these imports, and I'm just like, dude, I looked at quite a few, and I was like, yeah, this is not up to par. This is not up to par. I mean, I, I looked at some stuff, and I was like, what did they just put like one clear coat on it? Like this looks awful, and I just, I just looked and looked and there was only out of like 20 manufacturers that do this there's maybe two that might work with this exile line and 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 likely just one but i'm i'm working heavily to get some samples and just start testing and just see hey i don't know this may or may not work but but the focus i think is going to be those original damon howitt bows but i do want to make an affordable option that's not just crap tillered crap looking and like like some of this stuff too it's like you can tell the limbs they they like paint over the fiberglass so you don't see see it so you can't see the quality of like the glass itself and i'm like this is so cheesy like like that's just not what i want to stand for with yeah yeah they, they, they come with painted limbs and stuff yeah i mean but i'm, I'm yeah I'm, I'm sure i figure that part out but okay so switching back so i've had john for yeah. over an hour here but i, I want to kind no, of quickly go through the, the, the models you plan on um, yeah. The website shows a bunch of models, right? Are those all 
up for uh, you call them reservation, right? You kind of basically yeah. like putting your 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 spot, you're you're grabbing a spot basically in the in the build yep. list. And you'll get those um, first in line. Whoever's first in line, we just go to them and then go to the next one. If if, if they decide not to, they'll lose their place in line, and the next person will. You know, once we once we get a hold of them. But yeah. So the Savannah, right? I'm sure I'm going to yep. get questions on it. You're going to get questions on it. That is probably like the most popular name associated oh, yeah. with I I think so anyway. But how would Hunter and the Savannah, right? So, yep. so um, is it going to be the good again, I've never shot one, but I'm speaking for those who who talk, you know, in high regard of this bow. Is it going to be the same good old Savannah or is it is it yes. the same We're not you know, changing everything. Yeah, we're not changing anything. That's a question I get a lot or like are you changing every, anything? And I get that cuz people don't want something that's change to where it's going to alter its either its performance or its feel or anything and and no we're not going to change anything um the grip however we actually slightly modify it to, to where there's a there's a slight cut on the right side it just looks i mean it's it's way more comfortable some of the howets that came out and actually we're going back to some of the original some of the designs that were when you know savannah was like the number one sold longbow in the world so we're actually we're actually going to change just a couple things that go back to that. It's no change that's going to alter any piece of its performance. We're still using the same, you know, the same thicknesses of that same zebra wood. Um, and like on the stealth, we're using everything, you know, that same wood that you see on that is it's all going to be the same, but the handle and we actually were had, had, a, had these at the ATA and showed them the difference. And many people were just like, Oh man, that's so nice. Like it, it is incredibly comfortable and gives a little bit more, it's a little bit more stable in the hand versus just like the a little more, more thumb locator. Is that what it is then? Or well, like a little thumb, it, thumb pad or something? So or? It's kind of hard to explain without having one in front of me, but it's basically the same grip, but just when you're holding it, uh, like let's say you're holding it with like your left hand. Um, there's just a, a slight, uh, instead of just being rounded on all sides, which is actually easier to make cause you just round the whole mm -hmm. grip out and you're done. It has just that nice edge that a lot of those how it's have. Um, kind sure. of like the Hunter or any of those others, it's got like just kind of a nice, just a really nice grip edge that just stabilizes your, your, your palm on it. So we're kind of just a little bit of that. It's very similar. Um, it's pretty much the same. Um, uh, but, but a lot of people are just like, man, this is, and the thing is, is any changes, if we make any slight changes, they're only going to be slight and they're only going to improve that, that product. And I, I also think, um, I think people are going to really, um, and I'll, I'll probably do, a, you know, once people are ready to actually purchase, I'm going to show them some of these photos to make sure that everyone's happy with it. If there is any changes that are not visible on the original photos, I'll be like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. If anyone doesn't like it, I mean, they can, they can drop out a line, but I actually think that more people who have even original Savannah's are probably going to be coming out wanting this, this slightly modified grip just cause it's so, I mean, it doesn't look any different from the side angle or from the back, but on the belly is where you'd notice just that line kind of on the right side that just, mm -hmm. it, it just adds a little bit of, uh, of width to the grip there where you're just, it just feels great. That's all I have to say. It's just nice, <laughs> but so then we yeah. got the Savannah, and then what, what? What would be like the number? The number one. Uh, the hunter, side yeah, what yeah. The hunter is always going to be the biggest. However, we do see like the new Black Mamba is getting like a huge amount, and the X two hundred, the conviction. That looks too, good. Yeah. All, like the the conviction though, that's that's one that I'd love to talk about because that one's actually built off the Dreamcatcher platform. It's just a beautiful bow, great lamination, and a lot of people shot that at the show and were just like, man, this is nice. They're like, how is that so fast and, and still fast flight compatible too? I mean, it's, 
What it's makes got, it different? What's the what's the specs um, on that one? So the different different than like the Dreamcatcher is it's essentially just a different design. Like the Dreamcatcher is that really beautiful diamond shape, which is awesome. Like I, I hope to potentially bring something back like that in the future. But um, it does like the engineering on it. They were trying to build some, and and a lot of them are failing. And I don't even want if we have any chance of failure, we gotta go back to the drawing board to figure out why. And I don't I want to do stuff that we know we can produce and. Yeah. Um, the conviction at this point with our manufacturing capability is definitely doable at that same high level quality, but it's a beautiful, you know, the dream catcher basically lives on in this new conviction and it's a, it's a beautiful bow. Like for anyone who saw it at the ATA, you, you know what I'm talking about and the, everything on it is, is basically the same as that original dream catcher. Um, it's got that same, like almost spade diamond shape riser at the bottom. I mean, it's beautiful. So but yeah, the hunter is always known as like the kind of one of the best sellers, but but the conviction is definitely one of my favorites. And then the X two hundred, if you're you know looking for a little bit more of a budget bow, still that same hundred percent made in USA quality. And then you got your Mambas. I mean, they're it's all you know they're very, it's very unique each one. So I'm on the website right now um, with my with my computer that actually does have internet access now. Nice. <laughs> uh, for some, we, we were uh, for, for the listeners. We were. Uh, I'm, I'm on my phone here doing this because for some reason it was uh, telling me that I didn't have good internet and uh, Skype was failing. So yeah. So oh, anyway, boy. so I mean, you've got the original. You got you got the original uh, Hunter. That conviction that that looks. I mean, it looks gorgeous. Like the woods you got on here. Uh, yeah. Again, I don't know if there's gonna they're gonna be the you know the actual. That should be the final. The final yeah. Woods I mean, that they're it's offering. gonna look just like that. Yeah. Yeah. There um, should be no change. What does the DC stand for? What is that? When you've got so that's, DC that's on some of these, uh, I put DC. That's because that's kind of a indication. That it's like the Dreamcatcher from the Dreamcatcher. I mean, we'll probably oh. that DC may fall off, but that's essentially like that original Dreamcatcher riser shape. And actually, we use those same molds, the same molds used from that Dreamcatcher years and years ago. I mean, we've got all this same, same templates, same, same bow press pieces, like those wood pieces that go in those large presses. We got all of that, so everything's going to basically retain that original um basically literally like the original i mean it's really cool to think about that because these are some of the presses that were you know you're talking you know all the way back to potentially like the you know 1938 and beyond i mean when when how it really began i mean he welded up some of this stuff himself i mean it was it's pretty cool yeah it's a gorgeous bow i'm looking at it here and you do have some of those um kind of accents uh, tribute i guess you will to the Dreamcatcher. you got the uh, uh kind of diamond shaped you know the kind of on yeah. the where the limb yep. overlaps onto the um uh, riser and stuff so you got those accents and uh you know you've got it, it's i mean you know that people should go on the website and, and check these out they're um they're, they're they're gorgeous bows so um and then you said you uh can you talk about anything that you know other than uh the, the exceed line are you um can you talk about anything else that's coming down the line yeah um yeah, down so, the future I mean, we, here in your, yeah. in your future plans or yeah, so so one thing I, I won't give too much out, but but really quick before we have to have to keep the call too long. But basically, we've got so I've I'm creating an entire apparel line. So one of the things on Facebook they don't allow you to technically like advertise bows, and and it's kind of frustrating because they basically think it's a weapon and you're inciting. It's ridiculous. I mean, it's just I won't go into that. But the truth is, is it's they, hard. They flag you when you post a tree stand. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll, yeah. <laughs> there's some woke dude with the purple hair and some some mommy's basement that like. X is that out, I guarantee you. It, it it it's very frustrating. But anyway, 
it's yeah it kills me man so like actually we're like even currently the damon howitt instagram i don't I don't know how it's still growing but it's a lot of people are interested in damon howitt but still like they're not showing us to any new followers so they're basically shadow banning us because mm-hmm. whatever i mean it's basically a weapon or something i don't even know i mean it's just crazy but with that being said um I created a new a page that isn't having issues. It's called Trad Tribe on Instagram at tra- trad underscore tribe. You guys can follow it. And that's basically, I'm basically creating a lifestyle and apparel brand for traditional only archery. And uh, that's really cool. I mean, we're going to do cool shirts like no pins, no let off, no problem. You know, we've got a lot of really fun, uh, fun things to really, you know, you know, we might do, you know, wheels to sticks, hashtag no let off, wheels off, trad life. And we have a b- bunch of exciting, like, different, uh, just some cool, cool, like, outerwear that's going to be coming out. So I'm excited about that because I can advertise that. And all of those still retain the design by Damon Howitt um, mm-hmm. instead of made by Damon Howitt. But we're going to, we'll still have some Damon Howitt only apparel. But I think um, that's just going to be exciting for, I think, the whole traditional community, no matter what brand of bow you shoot, like, you know, no shame on any other brands, but we're going to just, we're going to have something out there for you that is going to be, I think, really cool in the future. And then as far as bows go for Damon Howitt line specifically, uh, I plan on, yeah, so we're, we're planning on doing a, a pretty cool takedown production level, uh, kind of getting your grip out further to the front. Um, you know, we want to do something like that. That's going to be, you know, I would say, uh, a front limb mounted design takedown and I'm already working on it. We've already got some of the design stuff coming, but um pretty excited about that as long as we can make sure to differentiate ourselves and do something different. Cause I, I really want it to look like unique, but it's got to look really, really good. Um, and so that's where I'm all about. Like if it doesn't look good, we're just not going to do it. So I have to keep, we're already working on uh, actually working on the uh, initial design of that takedown and i've got a guy who's uh, ben our boyer is already actually he just we just met yesterday to kind of finalize some of the things but he's going to be working on that so it's that's exciting. pretty exciting yeah that's pretty yeah. exciting yeah and i saw the apparel line thing too that are the uh, trad trad tribe uh stuff yeah. and you know it, i mean a it, it's cool but it's also a clever way of kind of uh, yep. you know, a workaround where it, it'll, it'll funnel people to Damon Howitt yep. <laughs> without being, we can advertise being, it. You know that's, what I mean? The beautiful thing is we can, this. Yeah, yeah, we can actually advertise if it's a lifestyle, you know, advocacy brand, we can't yeah. advertise if it's, if you're selling the weapon, like directly to the weapon page to like, well, whatever weapon. I mean, anyway, yeah. so the whole point is, is the fact is, is that's the one way that I can, I can, you know, likely safely advertise and, um, and kind of get people to to recognize, you know, and people will, you know, they'll see the Damon Howitt brand. It's well known, so it's going to be easier for people to immediately recognize it, and that's also going to help maintain our sales. And I'm I'm excited about that though, just because I want more. You know, a lot of people I see even at the show, they you know they came over they're like I've only shot compound, but I'd like to try a traditional bill. I'm like, yeah, sure, come come on, try this conviction. They pick it up, and they're like, oh man, that feels really good. I mean, right away our grips are just, I mean, they feel so good. And he he picks it up, shoots it, and he's like, "Dude, I'm sold. Like, can I take it?" And so, so many people who like only shot compound, and they grew up shooting compound. Let's say, you know, with their parents, are like, "Yeah, this is the best thing ever." And so they only shot that. Well, now they're like, "Wait, what's this traditional thing?" They're like, "This is really cool." And the thing about traditional, what I love about it, and this is what really made me wish that the other company focused on it more all these years, and the reason why I was so excited about it is literally, it is the one thing that's innovation proof. And I say that because traditional's always been done the same. 
And there's just, there's nothing like it. Like, like you can't, can't replace that raw feeling that traditional gives you compound bows next year, your bow's outdated because the next, you know, Matthews or Hoyt or whatever bow tech is coming out with the next technology. And now it's just, okay, well now I've, now I've got to sell my bow and get the newest one with the next technology with the slighter, you know, variation of this or that, or the new technology, you know? So traditional though, like it's more of kind of like that investment where you, you you're investing in your skills instead of just the tool to get it done and it i think brings you i mean literally closer to your <laughs> you know if you're hunting but also at the same time it's you're closer to the sport of archery itself and that's what yeah. i love yeah awesome well i've long enough here uh, is there anything that you want else you want to talk about here about about the company about the future yeah, anything anything we missed or no, I, I, th- I think we got it all covered for the most part. I mean, you know, like, like I said in the beginning, we're going to have to prove ourselves. You know, we, we're, it's, it's, it's exciting, but I'm, I'm excited to take this challenge. we got a lot of good uh, people on our team, and I think that's what's going to make it. That's what's going to make it really successful. It's not, you know, the marketing, I'm, I'm going to be able to do that fairly well, I believe. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if anyone's interested, like, follow us, Damon underscore Howitt on Instagram and on Facebook as well, you can find us and uh, you can kind of follow the story. I'm literally posting on there myself daily. I mean, you know, when 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 someone owns the business and they put all their hard earned money in it, I believe that they treat it more like um, something that they, they really care about. And that's exactly what I plan on doing, um, you know, from the customer to the manufacturing process. I'm taking all of that very seriously. And I think anyone who uh, who will pick up one of these new bows will likely um, feel that same quality and even more than has been produced in the past, because I think we're going to, we're going to really focus on that even more. And I'm excited, man. Like I, I'm, uh, I think people are going to be really, really happy with what we have coming out in the future as well. So definitely stay tuned. You can get on our email list as well on our website where we don't, you know, I haven't, I don't think I've sent out anything other than the catalog, like on our website. If you, if you put your email in, you can get a, a free emailed catalog, digital version. We can send you that over too. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, Dude, it's yeah. Thanks so much for for having me on. I definitely appreciate it. And uh, yeah, reach out to me too if anyone has questions. You can go to the website. It might take me, you know, three to five days to get back to you because things are a little hectic right now. But I will answer every one of your questions. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it, it seems like you're doing everything. So it might take a while because you're, uh, you're you're hanging a bow off of a fishing pole trying to take pictures. Oh so. man. Well, luckily that's that's over with. But the nice thing about the website is now that it's up we can bring new models and just swap those images out and come up with new, new products instead of like, I just, it was so much work coming up with all, all this work that had never been done before. I mean, like stuff like Damon house basically never had its, from what I know, never had its own website that it could actually sell bows on. It's never had its own, like its catalog is for the most part, always been stuck in the back of the Martin catalog, you know, and it's now it gets this new life where it's its own entity. It focuses on it. And we're basically, you know, from, from how I see it, we're going to be one of the biggest premier production level, traditional only bow companies in the world. And that's, that's to me, like there's so much excitement in that and just the rich heritage and, and legacy that Damon Howard has led of, you know, all of these, you know, I mean, we've been in tons of movies. One of the funny things, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I don't watch a whole lot, but of, of different movies, but the hunger games, actually, I still remember, I still have a picture actually back when I first worked for the company, I actually helped uh, prepare one of the Damon Howitt Savannah prototypes that actually got sent out and, and was modified and used on in, in the movie. Um, no, no kidding. 
So it was kind of cool. I mean, there's there's a lot of other movies, The Weatherman. All I mean, there's tons of movies. Damon Howitt's been in a lot of movies, which is so surprising. I hear about it every day, like a new one that that a Damon Howitt bow is used in, and I'm just like, oh my word! Like this, this is, <laughs> you know, you can't buy that. You can't buy the history of a company like that. And I, the more I think of it, the more I'm just like thankful to God, like that I was able to, you know, it's just it's really crazy, almost a miracle that I was able to acquire a company like this and and have this opportunity, you know, and I have, you know, my whole investments in it, basically all my savings. And, and now it's, now it's getting down to the real dirty work of really making it, making it happen. And, and, you know, once we ship out one bow to someone and they, they feel that how quality, you know, they're going to be like, wow, there's nothing quite like a Howlett. And I think they're going to be telling their friends. And that's, that's how we're really going to grow is when someone picks up a bow and they shoot it, they tell their friend, they see it, they shoot it. That's that's what's going to lead to purchases. So that's where the rubber really meets the road. The marketing's fun, and you know it's nice to have a beautiful website. But what really meets the when the rubber meets the road is when you pick up that bow and you're like, wow, it shoots straight. It's fast. It's not loud. I mean, this thing's smooth. You know, it doesn't stack. Like all these different features that you're looking for in a traditional bow are are going to be in that. Otherwise, we're not going to ship it. And um, so that's. It's gonna be good, man. I'm I'm excited. Well, for the I I think I, I'm excited. I think you know I'm speaking for most traditional people. I'm guessing they're gonna be excited because they want to see this. Um, they they want to see this brand succeed. So I I think I think they're gonna and and I think they're happy that you know from from the split it's finally on its own. It's kind of free of its shackles and uh it, you know I I think they're gonna they're they're gonna wish you uh w- w- wish you luck. You know what I mean? Rather than yeah. the other way around. So I'm I'm no, I'm, I'm glad you everyone's been it on. so supportive and yeah it's, it's been awesome, man. Like I I've everyone who I've met has just been. I mean this community is you know so so awesome. You know like just just reaching out to people and telling them about the story and and no one's you know like I've just it's kind of like a family almost. Like people are just telling me stories about how they're their their dad like introduced them to archery with a howit and just like stuff like that where it's just like you know what like this is the type of history this is the type of this is the type of brand that you just you you can't you know they don't come up every day i mean it, this is this is it's it's a beautiful thing that i have to, you know and i now have to carry this torch and do a good job of of making good on my promises so it's but it's exciting man i, I love that fear factor Actor. I mean, there, there's adrenaline in this, you know, it, it's not just boring. I mean, we got to get production going. We got all this stuff that's happening now and, uh, it's going to take work, but, um, I definitely know, know how that, know what work looks like. At least if you look at the last couple weeks of my life, <laughs> that's for sure. There you go. All right. Why don't you hang out with me while we, uh, while we say, uh, we'll close out here. So, you know, thanks for being on. First of all, I appreciate it. I'm really glad, you know, you got to be on here. Um, so everybody definitely go, go, go follow Damon Howitt, you know, Bo's on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, it was a trad tribe, right? Is the other one. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Follow yeah, that one. That's got that some, got some cool, cool stuff on there too. And uh, I, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, when these things come out and uh, getting in people's hands and then what they think of it. So, yeah. Um, that, anyway, if you like, yep. If you like this episode, uh, obviously like, share, subscribe, uh, do all, all the normal stuff, comment, follow all, all the, all the usual stuff. So, uh, we can beat the, um, the nasty algorithms that, uh, <laughs> that, that, that keep yep. us down. So, you know it. You know it. So, all right. So with that said, uh, thanks for listening everybody. I'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Appreciate it so much. Emma. Thank you. All right. Anyway, let me hang up here and we'll stop recording. Okay. Doo-doo.